Oh, that is awesome. Strong, what's his name? Strongman. His name's Strong Bad. Strong Bad. So that's an old cartoon from years ago. It was an internet-based cartoon. Strong Bad. And he's explaining to us what technology is. You know what technology is, apparently? It's magic that you get to pay for when it breaks. Oh, isn't that a great definition? Today, folks, on the Matt Townsend Show, we are going to be talking about technology and its magic. And actually, we're going to be talking about how much you get to pay for it financially with your pocketbook and also how much you get to pay for it with just your well-being, your health. We're talking about technology today and how to get your hands around it so it doesn't bring your family down, your kids down. Because interestingly, apparently... This technology thing is around to stay. In fact, uh, Homer Simpson even has a take on that. The Internet, that thing's still around. <laughs> yeah, homie. It's not going away, brother. So we're going to be talking about the, on the show today, how do you start to get your hands around this technology um, world that we're living in, this technologically-based world? How do we start to make sure that our families aren't in danger by some of the things that are happening? There are a lot of creepy people out there. There's a lot of stuff going on. I'm sure you've heard the news of people who are um, – Posting, you know, fake Facebook pages and and trying to, you know, pretend to be people and are slowly trying to lure your children or others in. So there's there's kind of the dangerous side of technology, and yet there's still this huge positive beneficial side. And so on the show today, we're going to get in depth on that. We're going to give you some statistics, some ideas. We're going to be talking to a um, a blogger. Uh, her name is Sarah Kimmel. She'll be coming on in the next uh, break, where she's going to teach us some of the keys, the ins, the outs. To watch out for, she educates mommies and mothers on a website called uh, Tech for Moms and teaches them how to to basically use the technology safely and effectively and to their advantage. So let's jump right into that today. Think about it. I mean, as I think about my kids, we can't go on a trip without – we literally had to put an inverter in our car to run all of the chargers for the things that my children want to play with. And, you know, it used to be, I remember vividly when we would drive to California, my, you know, me and my mom and my sisters, we would just, uh, there really wasn't any technology to take. You just basically had your eight track and then they'd let me, you know, lie down up in the back window of the car, which is illegal now. Back then we didn't care about our children. So I would just take naps in the back window and get third degree burns. Uh, I could either they told me I could either sleep in the penthouse suite, which is the back window, which had a view, or I could sleep down in the dungeon, which was on the floor right over the uh, on the floor over the um, drive shaft of the car. And so I decided I'd always take the window, which was great until you're driving through the desert, uh, Bakersfield, California, dehydrated because the sun is melting you like a raisin. But you know what? I sure would have been happier if I had had an iPod or an iPad as we were doing it. Now as I come home, I walk in the door. You'd think you'd get a big hug from your kids. Daddy, daddy, not the case. Now they just run up to me. Hey, can I play with your iPad? I said I was first. And now they're fighting about iPads, iPhones. They're fighting about their eye touches. They're fighting about so many things. Um, 
that are just now starting to possess their lives. So today on today's show, we're going to ask, how much is too much? Now, I don't know how how much you've gotten into this, and some of you might just be thinking about this for your grandchildren, because the easiest thing to buy someone right now is probably technology. You know, just buy them an eye whatever, and they'll be eye happy for the rest of their eye life, and it will be a really eye incredible moment. The problem with it is technology does have some downsides. For example, um, think of this just kind of example, because I'm sure as you're listening, you probably had or bought some of these things. Now our children can get baby Einstein tapes. So from birth, they have these Einstein tapes, the video or uh, recordings that they're listening to for infants. You can get Reader Rabbit software for two-year-olds so that they can learn to read. You can get Nintendo consoles. Uh, for the kids' fifth birthdays, you can get iPads, iPhones, laptops, all of these different devices, and it's starting to impair kids, they believe. In fact, some research coming out would actually suggest that there are some dangers to this. For example, some vision impairments, some technology addictions, even sexual solicitation where people are being solicited, kind of uh, you know, groomed online with people they don't know to eventually – to go out and be taken advantage of. So it, obviously we know the technology is a great thing. It opens doors. It helps us you know, do more things. It's great. And there are some other problems. In the past, we only had to be concerned about too much TV exposure. Remember? That was all we had to worry about was, are we watching too much? I remember when I was watching, the only thing you had to worry about was don't sit in front of the TV. <laughs> don't get too close because if you're in front of the TV, grandpa's going to get mad. And um, now we can worry about games and computers and cell phones. It's starting to overwhelm our young children. Um, some uh, professors from Stanford, one's named Mally Mann. She's a medical doctor and adjunct clinical assistant professor of psychiatry and behavioral science at Stanford University of Medicine. She says the kids' brains get used to too much auditory and visual stimulation. And in the absence of these stimulations, they do not know what to do with themselves, she said. The kids don't know what to do because they're so overwhelmed with all of this information. They're starting to get more anxious, more restless, bored, aggressive, and it's starting to impact. So they did some studies. One of the studies that came out was from the Knowledge Networks. It was an SRI study, they called it. And that study revealed that nearly two-thirds of children have a television in their room while 17% have their own computer and 35% have a video game system. So just compare that to you. Are you one of those that allow your kids to have the TV in the bedroom, to let the computers, give them a computer? Uh, another study, according to the Kaiser Family Foundation survey, found that 31% of children ages 3 and under are already using computers. 31%. A third of the kids under the age of three are already using computers. 16% of these um, are using them several times a week. 21% can actually point and click with a mouse all by themselves. 11% can turn on the computer without any assistance. Is that crazy? That is crazy. But you know what? It's true. And the kids are just getting better and better. They're taking it up. And sadly, I wonder if we're not getting behind, parents. I wonder if we're not actually falling behind. I remember years ago, probably 10 years ago, trying to teach my grandfather-in-law just how to look at windows. 
and how to move the mouse on a screen. And every time he'd move his hand, he'd look at his hand and the mouse would move on the screen. And he could never keep, he could never find the mouse when he was moving his hand. He just didn't have the skill set, the ability. He didn't have the reference point for it. Now our kids at the age of two and three can go, they can get online, they can sign up, they're registering for things, some pretty scary stuff. Now, if that doesn't scare you, listen to this. What may be scarier is that a third of the children, many as many as 11 years old young now, are using blogs and social networking sites. Kids as young as 11 years old, a third of the children, are using blogs and social networking sites like Facebook, Twitter, and at least two or three times a week they're using this. Yet two-thirds of the parents don't even know what a blog is. Okay, scary. Two-thirds of us parents don't even know what a blog really is, and yet we still have um, our kids kind of outpacing it, or our grandkids. So if you're out there listening and your grandchildren are all over it, you know what? That could be a scary thing as well, because are you going to lose them? Now, let me just give you a little bit of the downside. It's not just that you're using all this technology, but some of the research from these studies show that too much technology exposure can lead to inattentiveness in classroom settings for these school-age children. A lot of them, in fact, are getting diagnosed incorrectly with disorders like attention deficit disorder or attention deficit hyperactivity disorder. All of these different things, some are even being labeled as bipolar the professor man stressed. These kids do not show interest in healthy physical exercise and they're losing interest in sports. I mean, I remember as a kid, all you did all summer was you played ball and you just needed to keep finding balls to hit out of the park, right? So do you see it? Is it starting to impact your life? Is it starting to 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 take over for you? That's what we're going to be talking about for the rest of the show. We're going to be bringing in Sarah Kimmel, a blogger, and a, a kind of an expert, technology expert. She runs a blog site called Tech for Mommies, and she is uh, just kind of a tech guru, but really has some insight and great ideas about how to kind of protect your family, how to take your family back, and um, maybe start owning some of the technology that uh, that you need and that you're using in your family. Our goal is to bring your families closer together. That has been the purpose of this show and will be forever, is we're trying to give you the tools that you need to help your children, your grandchildren, your friends, your family grow healthier, happier relationships. We want to be the handbook for humanity. That's the purpose of the Matt Townsend Show, and that is today's topic, recapturing your life from the technology um, attack. Okay? You got it? It's that simple. Go grab the people you love. Bring them back. We'll be back after this break right here on the Matt Townsend Show on Sirius XM 143 BYU Radio. Welcome back, everybody, to the Matt Townsend Show. Today we're talking about technology. Overwhelm. And overload. How do you protect your family, your kids, from the technology overload? And how how do you keep them safe? I mean, I have a feeling, according to Homer Simpson, this thing's here to stay. It's still around. It's not going away. And if it's not going to go away, then at some point we've got to start leading it. And uh, there probably is not a better um, person to give us some insight on this than our own Tom Brinton, who went around man on the street asking people what their ideas are. When you were a kid, all you needed to have fun was a sunny day and a good imagination. 
you know what they say: childhood isn't what it used to be. For many people, a cell phone represents the responsibilities of adulthood, and when they see a kid toting one around, it just kind of seems like their childhood is being cut short. So I wanted to know at what age a child becomes ready for a cell phone and ready for that kind of responsibility. So I hit the streets here in Provo and got a couple of people's opinions. When should kids get cell phones? Should kids have cell phones? Kids should get cell phones when they get to high school or a little before then. Why? When they start to become busy enough that their parents need to get a hold of them, and not just like busy like hanging out with friends, like they're doing sports or activities where they need their parents to get a hold of them. Probably like around 16, but with my kids, I'll probably make them pay for their own. So whenever they can do that, then they can get a phone. In my family, we don't have to pay for ours until we're 18. How young are you when you get the phone? Um, well, it's gone lower and lower with every kid. <laughs> I think it's ridiculous when you see like eight-year-olds with phones. I think somewhere around like 15. I think that they should get cell phones when they can pay for it, like I did. I was 15 years old and I paid for my own cell phone. So stop being lazy, kids, and work for your stuff. We just went over our minutes by hundreds and hundreds. When was it? So my dad had to pay for it. Get a bill, you are. I was like, I was 17. So you're 17 and not mature enough. And not mature phone. enough, and I went way over on my minutes, and it was like $300. So what did they do? Uh, dad, my dad. <laughs> with my phone bill in my hands, my dad comes out. She's my sister. That's why.、Okay. <laughs> He had to help us, so I wasn't that mature. But sounds like the consensus is when you're responsible enough to drive, you're probably ready for a cell phone. Always here with scientific surveys and definitive answers. This is walking and talking with Tom Brinton. Good job, Thomas.、Uh, totally true, isn't that? Isn't that an interesting thing? I, I, we figured out while Tom was doing his story there why he likes this so much because he only interviews women, which I just find interesting.、Uh, he could. There's a lot of men in you know Utah as well. Anyway, Tom, maybe next time let's get a couple guys on there. So. Uh, kids and technology. Now, I have what makes me more mad than some twelve-year-old having a cell phone is some three-year-old sucking on one. Have you ever seen like a mom give the her baby a cell phone to like teeth on? I mean, that's just crazy. Let me introduce our guest, Sarah Kimmel. She runs a blog called Tech for Mommies. She's a certified Microsoft、uh, IT manager. She has two children. Wonderful husband likes spending time playing video games with her husband. She sounds like a dream come true. Sarah, <laughs> welcome to the show. Thank you. It's great to be here. How are you doing? I'm doing fabulous. You really like to play video games with your husband? I do. Our favorite is a、uh, You Don't Know Jack.、Uh, oh wow! We play that on the Xbox. It sounds good. It's just it's a trivia game, and、I、we're both really into trivia. Are you so, really?、Yeah. Well, how? I mean, honestly, that's just what you wouldn't think is that we would actually bond playing video games. But it, it probably keeps him active enough. You can talk to him, right? And you know, we play video games with the kids too. He's actually way better at video games than I am. So the kids usually try and enlist his help、um, right. when they get stuck on a level or something. But it's a good family activity. You know, we all get through the levels and stuff together. You can bond. See, you're not、yeah. afraid of technology. So the rest of us sit here and think, 
man, you know, I'm losing my kids. They're going to get some – somebody's going to kidnap them because they found them online. They're going to see stuff on YouTube they shouldn't see. You Do you have these fears or are we just out uh, – are we up in the night? What's uh, Or is it that we just need to learn what you know? Yeah, you know, and that's one thing I really promote is – Education, because you can't afford to not be tech savvy anymore. Oh, yeah. um, the kids will completely, you know, pass you up, and they'll exploit what you don't know oh. about technology. Well, that's the problem. We are so behind. I mean, even if you're pretty advanced, what my kids can do? My kids are jailbreaking iPhones. <laughs> and I don't know if that's illegal, but I just threw them out. <laughs> but it's a big deal. And and if we're not up to speed, they're long gone. It's true. And, you know, in order to protect them and to, you know, make sure they don't go off the deep end, then you do need to know everything that they know. And, you know, it's like you said, it's not going away. It's not. So you might as well, you know, get educated and figure it out. What are some of the bigger problems that you see? I mean, there's I guess there's some of the obvious ones like, you know, don't give your name to millions of people you don't know. But what are some of the ones that are a little more innocuous that aren't as obvious that are? That are still kind of – they're sneaking up on you. You know, one – like and I'm just doing it trial by error too. You know, I'm very, very tech savvy in my home and, you know, still my six-year-old can be doing something and I'm like, oh my gosh, how did you get into that? (laughs) Yeah. Um, Like there's a game on the – her iPod Touch called Talking Tom and the kids love it. You know, they talk into it and it repeats back to them. Yeah. Well, she found videos of like other people uploaded of Talking Tom that had curse words. And, oh yeah, you know, and sneaking that in there and dirty things. I'm like, oh my goodness, this is an app that kids you know enjoy playing with. And so we had to tell her that she can't watch other people's oh, videos huge. on Talking Tom. Well, and then there's like my kids do Club Penguin. Mm-hmm. Are you familiar with that one? Yeah. So that's just Facebook for five year olds, <laughs> basically. Yeah. <laughs> Which is so weird. Why do my kids need to talk to someone in L.A.? But it's they. It's just these people go. I mean, these little fake penguins you you take on a penguin persona that's your avatar i guess and you walk around and you're now going to go socialize with people all over the world i mean do you do you let your kids do stuff like that at what age i mean where does this start to what what are the where do we start letting them go a little bit yeah you know i you know age appropriate social networks yeah. is you know definitely key my daughter who's 6 plays on jumpstart.com yeah. and that's, you know, you can walk around, but there's set chat things that you can say. And she can't type in her own chat. Okay, that's good. Yeah, so yeah. she can click on this and it will chat, how are you? Mm-hmm. You know, and there's set things she can say and she can't type in her own things. And I really like that. What about like, because uh, so that, I mean, that to me, that's the deal is you got to kind of go looking for those. They may even bring them home from school and say, hey, dad, everyone's using this one. Can we look at that? Um, what what do you think about just cell phones in general? Because like the whole thing Tom was doing on his segment, uh, you know, what age? What age would you say your kids should start looking at even talking about a cell phone? I'd say you know, 12, 13 um, yeah. is a good age now. Um, you know, ask me a couple years ago, I would have said 16 probably. Yeah. yeah. But um, now I um, – you know, I'm, I'm LDS, yeah. so in all the young women in my ward have a cell phone, and they just so that, that way you can get it's a great communication tool. It is, and and as a mother who is hiring these 12 year olds as a babysitter, I don't have a home phone anymore, yeah. and so when we're going out, I take my phone 
with yeah. me, it's really nice if they have their own cell phone. It, it really it, – it, and the, I guess the thing is one of the things everyone kept bringing up is who's going to pay for it. Right. And, but there, there is some power in paying for it. There's some power in knowing what your kids have got, what technology they don't have because you're paying for it. You're even seeing their minutes, their usage. So having access to that stuff, I guess, is kind of mandatory on any technology they've got. Oh, for sure. You know, and I'm a big proponent in – you know, you're going to give me all of your passwords and I will show you when I am looking at your stuff. I'm not going to do it behind your back. You know, I'm going to be open and honest about checking up on you, but I will be checking up. Yeah. Don't forget that. Right. Mama's checking up. (laughs) That's right. Mama's going to watch all that you're, I mean, I think that's so important. And the willingness, like with mine, they basically, if I just kind of take their phone, they just hand it over. Right. And I kind of know, it's funny, as my daughter's gotten older, uh, and more college age, she's a little more leery of just having me grab her phone. Mm-hmm. And it's because she has boyfriends now. And so there's kind of that barrier. But part of it is I'll trust you. You trust me. Let's have everything be out in the open. No secrets. Right. No secrets. Yeah. No, I totally agree. Wow. I mean, this, and, and it's not – so So we've got, uh, we've got the internet. We've got um, – so that's all the online technology. We now have you know Netflix and movies and all these things we can download. To every, I mean, now you can watch anything you want on your laptop. It, it's true, you know. And one of the things I'm saying is, the kids today have unlimited access. Yeah. And you know, they will find ways around any blocks that you put in place. It's, it's still important to put those blocks in place, but you know, like I said, you need to be checking up yeah. and seeing exactly what they're doing. With Netflix, you can see what's been recently watched. You know, there's always ways. There's history. There's always a history, yeah. and the key is to know how to check those histories. See, I think that's the big point. Is as listeners out there, you're going to have to invest. You're going to have to invest time and energy. You can get a lot of – you can go on YouTube and pull down any video you want to learn how to go check histories and how to do all – I mean almost everything you'll ever need to know on technology is on technology. Right. All you have to do is go look up, <laughs> go page, or go look up uh, YouTube. Good stuff, Sarah. We're going to um, come back after this break. When we come back, Sarah's going to be putting together some ideas, some specific tools you should go tie down, some things you should make sure you're learning or doing with your family, your kids, how we can maybe set some rules, and we're going to get more of her incredible insight. Remember, Sarah Kimmel from uh, techformoms.com. Hey, folks, you're listening to The Matt Townsend Show right here on Sirius XM 143. We'll be back after the break on BYU Radio. Welcome back, everybody, to The Matt Townsend Show right here on Sirius XM 143 BYU Radio. Hey, while we're talking technology, let me give you my uh, some ways you can contact us. If you want to catch us on Twitter, go to at BYU Radio. On Facebook, BYU Radio. Or you can email the show directly, Radio at gmail.com. And uh, check us out. Start communicating with us. We'd love to hear from you and start uh, being influenced by you so we can do the shows on what you would like us to talk about. Today we are joined with by Sarah Kimmel, who runs a blog called Tech4Moms, T-E-C-H, uh, number four, moms.com. She is a guru, a tech guru. She loves technology, and maybe more importantly than that, she loves families and healthy families. So on her blog, she tries to just teach moms how to be healthier using technology, getting their hands wrapped around it. And today we're 
picking her brain about how we try to overwhelm or try to underwhelm ourselves by the way <laughs> let's not overwhelm we're already overwhelmed in technology how do we get control of it now s- seriously seriously sarah what what do we do where do we start cuz there's so many things twitter facebook internet Netflix, all the downloadables, TV, everything you could ever want, Zulu, everything, video games. Did I just mention that? You didn't, but well, I yes, just did again. You did again. Plus, just surfing. Where do we start? Where do we start to get our hands around it? How do we capture a safe family environment with all this technology? I say, you know, starting as early as possible. So, you know, if you're just starting today. Just start today. Get going. Yeah. I mean, my uh, my three-year-old, he was 18 months when he was using the computer. Oh, my So it's, I have video of him on my website Do using you really? the computer. That is crazy. Because we have a, a Dell touchscreen. Uh-huh. And, so, and I was concerned at first because my daughter, when she was 18 months, um, she knew how to use a trackpad on a laptop. She could use a mouse. But he was so used to the touchscreen, I was concerned that he wouldn't learn mouse control. Yes. He's got to um, have all the skills. Right. So the access but, points. But he actually uses the mouse more than he uses the touchscreen now. Does it, how old is he? He's three now. Well, oh, he'll be three word. next week. But Let me yeah. just tell you, he's going to be freaky when he's older. Yeah. <laughs> that kid. Well, my daughter, too. They're going to be like software developers. They're going to do some amazing things. I sure hope so. If you I know. can get my daughter into technology, then I have done my job. I think you've already done it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you've already got her there. So, okay, so we just get going. We get started. I guess you start with the one that scares you the most. Right. Well, and communication is the most important thing. Even, you know, when my daughter was two years old, we would talk about if you come across something on the Internet that you think is, you know, not right. Yeah. You know, shut down the computer. Come tell mom. You know, it's. You need to tell them and prepare them for things that they will come across because they will. It's going to happen. Yeah. So then you just – I mean I've even heard just don't even try to shut down the windows and stuff. Just turn it off. Right. Yeah. Like she knows to just push the power. Go tell mom. That's great. Yeah. What else? What else would you suggest? So, And and by the way, communicating I guess is letting them know that there's stuff out there we probably shouldn't be seeing. You'll kind of know it when you see it. Right. Because it's stuff that you're just – haven't seen right. and or heard about or read and then um, turn it off. Come tell mom. You won't be in trouble. Mm-hmm. I'll make you safe. Right. That's what moms are here for. Then what? You know, then definitely just keep the conversation going. You know, grow the conversation as they get older. You know, get a little more specific and, yeah. you know, keep going and keep communicating. You yeah. know, ask them what they're doing online. You know, sit with them. Watch and, them. Right. And one thing I talk about, you know, when teaching very young children about technology, you don't just hand them the technology, or, you know, just like you're baking cookies. You don't just yeah. hand them all Here. the ingredients yeah. and make some cookies. Yeah. This is, you know, $500 equipment. Yeah. You want to teach them how to use it properly, how to take care of it, and you know, how to, you know, not ruin it. Oh, it's see, I'll come back and pick my laptop up or my um, my iPad after my kids have used it. And I'm like, who's been eating peanut butter? Because it's all over my iPad. Yeah. And it's like it doesn't dawn on them. Right. You, you got to clean that or eventually it just won't touch anymore. Right. <laughs> not to uh, throw my sister on under the bus, but yeah. whenever I look at her laptop, I'm like, Oh, oh clean, thing. please. Well, it's clean. bad like when it's walking. The, right. the computer's making its way across your table. Hey, there's something in that computer. Um, so that's a big deal. Another thing, I guess, is where you place this technology and where you let them use the technology. I'm not a big believer that kids should have televisions in their room. 
I think that's a huge mistake. Well, so here's where I'm going to disagree just a little bit. But my daughter does have a television in her room, but it does not connect it to any cable or anything like that. It doesn't even plug in, does it? Well, she watches DVDs. (laughs) Yeah. Like she can watch DVDs. Yeah, that makes sense. And that's from time to time. Like it's not, you know, it's a special occasion when she gets to watch it in her room. Yeah, I think that's fine. And I mean, so it's there and it's available for when, like, uh, again, I'm a LDS, and so we have general conference. Whenever I want to watch general conference downstairs, she can go watch a yeah. movie up in her room. So that way she can kind of watch the things that you want everyone to see. You, can, I mean, you don't want – yeah, she might be bored with certain things you want to watch. And Right, yeah. Great. So it's good for those occasions, but she's not going to sit there all day and browse no around. Like no That's not acceptable to me. Well, and I think in a way that's what a lot of parents are doing, right? They're just letting it be the babysitter. Right. I mean, how many times have I seen a parent give their child a cell phone, like a, a smartphone to play on? Here, just play with this. There's even a name for that. It's what called the it? passback effect. Um, it's when you know, you've got your cell phone, they're making noise in the back, and you pass your phone back. and. You're like, here you go. Play. Here, everybody. <laughs> and again, it's maybe what we're doing is we're we're afraid of the technology, yet we're kind of too lazy to go figure it out. We're undisciplined enough that we're not going to go learn how to be disciplined with it. Right. And we just have found it's easier. I mean, it is. It's the it's the new pacifier. You just pass your phone back. My family's big enough that they all fight. Right. That's why I have to bring everything. Laptop, cell phone, everything if I'm going to pacify them. And then you sit there and it's great. You'll go on a long ride or a long drive somewhere and your car's completely quiet. Right. But the funny thing is they're all talking. They're just texting with each other. Right. It's so pitiful. <laughs> well, and that's one thing too that, um, you know, with, when we talk about limitations and yeah. where it's appropriate to use these devices, um, my sister's friend had to start taking the phones away at night because they'd stay up all night oh, texting and not. You know, yeah. get any sleep. Yeah. I think if you check the log of when they're getting texts, they're getting texted at 2 in the morning. Right. Seriously. That's crazy. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I applaud her for just yeah. taking the phones away at night, putting yeah. them in, like, you know, their nightstand. And- well, and think how much easier our lives used to be. I mean, my life was black and white and color TV. Right. And there was nothing on after 11. Right. I mean, really, it was all like infomercials. Yeah. So you, just by the nature of technology, you'd shut down. Mm-hmm. But honestly, now these kids can go and go and go, and you can download any movie you want to watch, and you can watch every segment of every series of every show you've ever wanted to see, and a lot of it's free. Right. It's So it's um, this isn't going to go away, is it? It's definitely not, but... You get educated and, yeah. and you can. Well, how get on top do of you it. get educated? Because I'm just thinking like of a typical 40 year old whose kids are now getting ahead of them. Where are they supposed to go other than YouTube and watch some videos? Where do they go get educated? Well, I know of a really great blog Tell called techformoms.com. <laughs> and that's where you're trying to do is teach them and teach them how to use it. And right. you even get into more than just safety stuff, you get into how to use just basic technology. It's true. you know. And so if I see a lot of my Facebook friends falling for different scams, I'll write a post about that particular That's scam and things like that. You know, just because a lot of my friends don't know the things that I know. And, you know, it, it breaks my heart a little every time I see them, you know, $100 gift card to Costco. I'm like, yeah. no, really? That's not going to happen. Yeah. That's not happening, everybody. Right. You're a one in a million if you get it. Yeah. yeah. And so, I mean, just, you know, finding, you know, I always tout my blog as the blog that everybody needs but nobody knows they need because, you know, I'm giving out information that, you know, is going to be essential for you to protect your kids and to protect yourself even. Yeah. And um, 
Tell people me, aren't searching for it. Tell me about because the blog's a pretty cool idea, and now every it seems like I think it was like twenty percent of all or a third of all kids have blogs now. Even just I guess that's probably you know a Facebook blog or Pinterest or something. I mean they've got something sure. that's but I I think the blog could be a really neat way that um, grandparents. Older people could be connecting with their younger kids, their grandkids. Oh, how, for sure. How do you – what's the – just kind of help us understand the blog model, the blog approach. Well, the blog approach is mainly like I am disseminating content for you know people to read. Yeah. Um, I really like Facebook for communication between generations. Yeah. Um, I have a, you know a, a private Facebook group for my extended family, yeah. and you know so grandma can log in and the kids can log in you know, as long as they're thirteen on Facebook. Yes, I don't approve of of people that aren't Tiny. mature enough no, right. to have a social network to be involved in those social networks. I agree. Um, but yeah, so everybody can log on, post pictures, and it's still private. Yep. But you can still bond as a family, you know, much more than you ever could. Well, before. if you think, I mean, so there are these are the benefits of technology. There are very, very good things that we can do. We have family in Samoa right now, um, serving over there in a hospital, trying to help um, people in Samoa, and we get to see them every you know week or regularly on um, what's it called. Facebook? Skype. Skype. Oh, yeah. And we Skype them, and it's just amazing. Right. So now all of a sudden, and I have a lot of clients that go out, and the husband's like on the road working, Mm -hmm. but he wants to be home at family time every night, and so they turn on Skype, and dad sits and eats his dinner in Tallahassee, and the family are on their Skype, and they have dinner together. Right. I mean, it's amazing. And you don't even need to be on the computer to have Skype. Yeah. Skype's on the mobile phones. You can do it everywhere. Right. There's video chat wherever you go. Mm -hmm. You could always have it. So it's not all bad. It's not all bad. But if we're talking and communicating, if we're getting educated so it's not sneaking up on us, if we're using it, I think, appropriately. I mean, every one of these tools has devices inherent in them or used inside the the tool to help you monitor and make it safer. So you just got to go maximize your settings. Right. Right? Yeah. And how do you get – how do you know that when you've got 15 devices or – 15 methods of doing all this technology. How do you, I guess that's just education. It's education, exactly. You know, my my sister, she, I have young kids, but my sister has a 13-year-old and 11-year-old. So she comes to me a lot for technical advice. They bought a tablet for their son. And, you know, so she gives it to me. Okay, make it safe. (laughs) Make it safe for my family. (laughs) Right. You know, and so I I installed utilities to help check up on, you know, where the tablet's going and things like that. But, you know, and she's like, you need to write a post about this, Sarah, because it's exactly that. You need to be educated on exactly what you can do on each device to protect it. I mean, it doesn't, and it doesn't, it's not going to end. No. I mean, the curve may eventually adjust maybe so it's not this fast. <laughs> but, I mean, it's pretty It's pretty amazing where we've come and where we're going. I mean, I remember the day of the brick phone where right. just having the phone was just an annoyance because you, you, you put it in your back pocket and your pants would come down. <laughs> it was bad and plus just socially embarrassing. And so you now all of a sudden you have these little phones. The kids can get them. And then you've got the um, web accessible phones. And you got Wi-Fi everywhere. Everywhere. So there's really no excuse anymore to to protect them. I think the key is you're saying a lot of this is going to come down to the relationship. And we'll talk about a lot of this in the last break. But you're only as good as your relationship with your kids. Exactly. So you got to be able to say what needs to be said. Right. And 
get real, right? Yeah, exactly. I mean, cool. and as as young as possible, you yeah. know, you need to be having these conversations and not be scared of them. And just what would you what advice would you give a little bit of the older generations with their grandkids? How do they relate? Well, and I would say for, you know, grandparents, get involved in the technology, you know, get a Facebook account if you don't have one already. I know my parents have Facebook accounts and my, even my grandma got a Facebook account. Yeah. And it's just so so much easier to be able to communicate and like see pictures and, you right. know, be totally up on, you know, what's going on with your grandkids if, you know, if Facebook's a great way, great place to start. For that. I mean, this is it's hip. Right. Let's use that language. Yeah. It, it, these it's are happening. these are the cool things. This is like the jukebox when it came out. <laughs> it's just really hip and cool. And yes, it was technology. Man, that's good stuff. Sarah Kimmel, appreciate you being here. Anybody that wants to get information from Sarah's blog can go there. It is www.tech4moms.com. T E C H Four number four moms m o m s dot com. Apparently, you can spell it wrong ten different ways, and you'll still get there. That's true. That's how smart Sarah is. <laughs> Thanks, Sarah. Thanks for joining us. Appreciate that. And everybody, keep taking care of your family. Keep taking care of your kids online. When we come back from this break, we're going to give you more tools, more ideas right here on the Matt Townsend Show on Sirius XM one forty three BYU Radio. Welcome back, everybody. It's wrap-up time. We're wrapping up our Technology Tuesday, where today we've been talking about how to safely protect your family from the technology dangers. And uh, how do we get our hands wrapped around it? How do we, I guess more importantly, you know, uh, not let it take us over? Remember, technology is our friend it doesn't have to kill us. There's a really great um, audio I want to play for you about just a cute little girl trying to explain Star Wars. And I think it'll set up a good point. Okay. The sound people capture robots and drive and sell them in a garage sale. Kind of like garage sale, but except they're selling robots. And no one's going to buy R2 and the shiny guy. The shiny guy always worries. Luke's going to buy those. And Obi Kenobi's kind of a teacher. He's teaching Luke how to learn how to do his little light-up sword. He has to try to block the little Pokeball. He tried to do it without seeing. Obi Kenobi sometimes moves things around. Sometimes he disappears. Princess Leia got out of jail and out in the spaceship. And they got the big thing that blowed up stuff. We blowed it up together. It blowed up Princess Leia's planet. (laughs) But don't talk back to Darth Vader. He'll get ya. It's an exciting movie. Oh, I love it. Don't you love that? That she she's probably, I don't know, two, three, I guess, three trying to share the uh the importance of or just the benefits of Star Wars. Now, um Obi Wan kind of what you call him? That was classic. Uh I guess when you think of that, what I love about it is here's this cute little perfect three year old doing her best 
to try to explain advanced um, plots and roles and personas in a really kind of confusing movie. And if you notice, the way she can do it, it's it's her way. And when I think about our kids and technology, there that is kind of what happens. We hand them advanced technology like Star Wars, like a lightsaber, and she calls it the light sword or whatever she called it. And in the end, it's just she doesn't quite fully get it, but she's still mesmerized by it. My fear, my concern as we're dealing with our children, our families is I'm not sure we have a clue what we're creating if we just let technology run the show. Because honestly, we um, we don't know. We haven't had this level of information, this information flow that's constantly overwhelming us. So truly, seriously, sincerely, let's start taking it back a little bit. Let's slow the flow a little bit of our technology, the techno flow. If we can slow it down and control it and make it a choice so it's something we're choosing instead of it's something we're becoming addicted to, instead of having our children constantly needing to be stimulated with something new, instead of engaging their own brain, their own thoughts, then um, then I think we're setting ourselves up. And I think we're probably going to find out in about 20 or 30 years what a big problem we've created And I think if we really get down to it, there are healthy things we can do right now. And Sarah shared some of those. Just learning to communicate. Uh, To me, one of the greatest ones is let's just start modeling for our children. Let's model a few things through this. For example, instead of just assuming our technology is going to take everything over and make everything right, let's start modeling what healthy relating looks like. What if we made them take uh, turn off the technology on certain times, right? At night, turn on, turn it off for dinners. I had a grandmother that uh, was on a show I did once where she she made this really nice little basket, put really nice little quilted little towel thing in it, and every time the kids came over to grandma's house, they had to park all of their technology in this basket. And she was basically capturing them in the basket, and then she'd take the basket and she would hide it. And she wouldn't – it's called the bait and switch. A lot of older seniors do this to their grandkids. It's illegal in 20 states. And um, what she would do, though, is she'd sneak their stuff away. And once she had their attention, she wouldn't give it back. And she was just doing what she could to just reach out and get these kids to start paying attention, turn off the technology, start having some discussions eye to eye. Have you ever tried to have a conversation with your child who had a cell phone in his hand? It doesn't work. And so maybe what we need to do is start kind of demanding a little bit more eye-to-eye, show them how to handle a conflict. What if in our relationships we could have a conflict that wasn't just a text statement that then we ignored the person for two days? Um, maybe show them how, that you, how you have a phone call, how you end a phone call, how you actually answer a phone call. Maybe show them where we don't answer the phones and where we shouldn't answer them and why we should show deference to the people around us. These healthy skills – remember, I remember when I learned how to answer phones, you were supposed to say, Townsend's residence. <laughs> and then they'd ask her somebody and say, may I tell her who's calling? And then you'd get their name and you'd say, yes, let me go get her. Please hold on. And then you'd cover the receiver so no one could listen. And then you'd scream, Jackie, Jackie, telephone. Um, but we'd learned all of these rules. And you know what? Are we are our kids learning them? And again, I honestly believe, as Sarah does, that maybe they're not because flat out, they probably, you don't even know what the rules are. And if you don't know what the rules are, how on earth would they? Another one is let's start showing our kids how to live their values and their beliefs. 
really, what role are you playing, parents, other than just paying for all of their bills if you're not educating them on the values and the beliefs? One of the best tools that these kids are going to have for how they're going to use their technology is they've got to know what matters most to them. What are their values and their beliefs? What are their goals? Have you shared with them what your dreams are, what your goals are? What, what are the things that matter most to you? Have you told them, seriously, you guys, if I had to choose three things in my life, let me tell you what they were and I, what they are. And I would, I'd go over conversations like that. What would you say are the three most important principles of your life? Because once we start to know what our principles are, especially as a family, then our kids can start saying no. They can start saying no to the things that are starting to steal their time. They can say no to the things that are occupying their mind. And so instead, if we want them to have a mind, let's start putting some very positive values, goals, ideas, concepts. I have a son that's memorizing um, the Invictus poem and – it just it's so pleasing to know that I have a son that when he gets down, he can quote the the quote that I'm the captain of my soul. I mean, the idea that my seventeen year old has a poem in his head that is as powerful as Invictus, that's huge. So what are you teaching your kids? And remember, if the technology it's here to help us, it's here to serve us. We should embrace it, we should love it. I wouldn't be afraid of it unless I wasn't learning anything about it. I'd go take it on that I'm going to get good at this, and I'm going to get so good at my texting that I'm going to text my daughter every single day. And um, I can't tell you how many times that just at night our family gathers together, we'll kneel and we'll have just a family prayer. And my daughter that was away at school, she always knows right about when we do it, about 9 o'clock. And at 9 o'clock, we were texting her, and we just say, we miss you or something. And she knew exactly what we were doing. By the way, using technology. We can use it to connect us. We can use it to bring us closer together. Technology also, if it's not bridled a little bit, if it's not, uh, if it's not watched over and managed, it's going to start managing us. And it will be – eventually, it will lead us to places that we probably ought not be and away from the people that we care the very most about. That is our goal in the show, remember, is to keep you together as a family, to keep you to your, with your closest friends, to help you live your values long into the future. That's our goal, Monday through Friday on this show. Join us next week. Join us tomorrow. We'll be talking about even more great tools, great ideas right here, folks, on The Matt Townsend Show on Sirius XM Radio 143. That's BYU Radio. 